the finals are going to start tomorrow. We've been away for three weeks. Um, we've both been in different countries at different times. So um, that's why we haven't seen. Oh. Yeah. That's why we haven't. Like, I've been in the U.S., but yeah. <laughs> well, you were, you were away for a time. Yeah. Um, not recently. Mentally not. away. <laughs> sure. <laughs> We've been gone. Um, I left the 11th, got back two days ago. So I've been away. Um, so we basically we missed the whole conference finals. Basically, the last time we recorded was right after the Celtics lost game five at home to Philly. And we were both confident they would come back. Um, and they did. Um, and that's how much faith we had in Doc Rivers. I mean, yeah, we were like, yeah. I don't know. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think. I don't remember quite. I think the Lakers had just gone up 3-1. The Heat were up 3-1. The Nuggets, Nuggets were already – the Nuggets had just won game five. Um, Nuggets, Lakers, we talked about a little bit. We are like, uh, it's probably going to be the Nuggets. And then Celtics Heat um, was a little bit closer. Uh, the way that series went down, we'll definitely recap. Um, basically, Jimmy emasculates them in the first two games. Um and the Grant Williams shit talking game two, where they're down nine, he just scores like every, every, like pretty much every single possession there on out. They win the game. He goes to game three. They went by twenty. Uh, come back. There was Gabe Vincent Dagger in there. Uh, I want to shout out. Gabe Vincent Dazzer, Dazzer, uh That's game one. Dagger. Game two. That was game two. Okay. That was the Grant Williams game. Okay. Yeah. Game one. Yeah, they won. Like, like two and then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, game three, it's a blowout. There's we got Duncan Robinson throwing lobs to to Bam and just beating, that, beating one of the and just <laughs> game four, game five. The Celtics kind of find their footing. Game six is an all timer. Um, we have the the Heat going on that late run to take the lead with the Jimmy foul. Uh, the Jimmy gets fouled on the three point shot, and then um. They they run they run the play to Smart where he he kind of jacks it up and the ball goes to the exact the exact place where it needed to go and Derek White gets the first um, elimination game buzzer beater in the playoffs since Kawhi the Kawhi shot so that was special um, and that's the first that's the first one where the team was down at the time of the shot since Jordan the shot. Um, so it had been a long time. It had been over 30 years since that happened. Um, so that was a special moment. I watched that live, um, actually on the plane back from, from Montreal to Dallas, um, watched that live on the plane. So I was, I was happy. I, I went ahead and got the, got the $8 Wi-Fi uh, for the flight. So, um, I missed that game actually. I missed it. Oh, really? Yeah. It would have been like Thursday night. Yeah. Saturday night. Saturday? Yes. I would have also been driving. Yeah, I think I was driving to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. So Saturday night, that goes down. Uh, Monday, we have this game seven. Um, and it starts out, everybody's missing shots. Like the Celtics missed their first 11 threes. Maybe their first 12 before Horford hit one. Uh, Brown's terrible. And we'll talk about him a little bit before we move on to the finals. But Brown had eight turnovers. Uh, he couldn't dribble once again. Uh, we saw this last year um, in their limit. And it was part of the reason why they got eliminated. And it, it happened again. Uh, Caleb Martin was excellent. I think he was 11 for 15. He almost won conference finals MVP. Lost five to four to Jimmy Butler in the voting. Yeah. Um, I think they made the right call. 
um, just because like what yeah. what what happened in games one and two was so important because they were kind of running out of gas towards the end. Um, and, you know, Lowry made some big shots. It seems like every time the Heat were trying to come back, it was either Robinson or Martin hitting a three. Jimmy made the threes that he took. I think they shot 50% as a team. But the Celtics just, I mean, it, they were just hoisting them up. No really semblance of offense. They could not figure out the zone the entire series. Um, they kind of parked Hortford in the middle. And maybe they would have done better with Tatum if he didn't injure his ankle like 20 seconds in but he was still still playing he wasn't he wasn't like super like it, was, it wasn't like the jimmy like game one versus the knicks where he literally can't move like it was he played like 40 minutes and he he didn't get to the line as much he wasn't as aggressive but he was out there and jimmy jimmy has an ankle injury in his own right right now and vince it's a little banged up still and he missed i think he missed game four and game five of the series they haven't had hero all series um, they've had hero, hero the injuries series. are like yeah yeah, Hero's going to return to game three, it looks like, in the finals. Um, we'll talk about that. But, yeah, I mean, the Celtics, they go down 3-0. They come back. It, they come back, win game six in improbable fashion. It's it's like, how can the Heat come back from this? Um, a loss like that, it's, it's like the Spurs losing the title on the Ray Allen shot in game six. Um, and they come back and they fight hard but end up losing to the Heat. It's like one of those things where you're just so close to, to making it to the next round that gets ripped away from you. And to their credit, they showed up and really dominated dominated that game in the third quarter. And by the fourth, it was over. Um, so, yeah. so credit to them. Bam was really bad offensively, but he he made he set some good screens and got rebounds, made some great passes. And Jimmy just had a ho hum game, I think, for him. But I think the story is going to be Jalen Brown and just how bad he played. And he's facing a potential five year, two hundred ninety five million contract. Um, which would make him the highest paid player in the league. Um, and are the Celtics going to do it? It kind of remains to be seen. And the new, the new CBA rules have made it, have made this more of a decision, I think, because the teams that are in the tax, which they will be if they do this, um, are penalized a lot more. And you can't really sign guys on the fringes like we've seen. Like Gallinari wouldn't be, would, Gallinari didn't play a role for them in the playoffs since he was, he was injured, but. Like you couldn't sign someone like that um, if you're in the tax based on the new rules that are gonna that are gonna come into effect next year, um, which is interesting because usually they give you a couple of years leeway on this stuff. Or not leeway, but they give you a couple of years to sort of adjust before it's actually implemented. But no, this is happening as soon as next summer, so or it's this summer rather. So um, they've got a big decision to face with with Brown, and there've been some rumors about him being unhappy in the past, especially with the KD rumors the trade rumors and stuff and he, he just played really poorly. So um, I guess, where do you see that going? Um, do you think they're going to keep him? Because I'd imagine he's going to want the full max and really nothing less. So. Yeah. No, I mean, if I'm him, I, I want the full max for sure. Bite the bullet or do you sign and trade? I, I think the Celtics are going to end up biting the bullet. Cause I, 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 think just don't think, I, I don't think there's a trade out there that's worth it for them to make. To get rid of it. Um, I, I know Simons has been floated around a lot, and the number three pick from the, the Blazers has been floated around a lot. Um, oh, Hawks rumors. I don't think. What's up? There's been a lot of Hawks rumors as well. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like I, I just don't see who you're getting um, from either team that really uh, moves the needle for them. 
uh, yeah, I don't think Simons is kind of a big enough draw. I think it's intriguing if Scoot is like available at number three, but like I don't. I think at the the spot that the Celtics are in, like they're kind of locked in. They're kind of assuming that Jason, you know, Tatum is getting better every year, and like Brown is probably the best second option that you can put around him. Um, I, I think that contract's going to look really bad in like three, four years, but like, I think it's one of those deals where like the team's kind of locked into it either way. Like you kind of have to do it because you like, it's the better of two like bad options. Um, and then you just kind of hope that like things pan out and like that, that duo like gets it done. Um, but yeah, I think like he had a really great regular season. He had some really, really good games in the playoffs, um, but just had a rough series against the Heat um, all around. I, I don't really think he had any game where like, it felt like he kind of took over, like made a difference. Um, but he did have some of those games against Philly. Um, and so, I, I don't know. It's like he, he's very, like, like, he is probably the best second option that like the Celtics can get right now. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's fair to say. Um, and so I, I think it's worth keeping them. Um, I think they will keep them. But yeah, it's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a little too much, I think. But I think they have to do it. Yeah. We've seen this time and time again. So uh, yeah. Because that, that's money for like a like a first option that's like gonna win yeah. like a championship and like Jokic money. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably like Five to like maybe eight guys in the league, but like is a that one. Um, okay, the finals. Uh, set the stage a little bit. The Heat are the most improbable team to reach the finals since we've been alive. Um, yeah. They're the first team to make the finals with a negative point differential since 1959 when the Lakers did it. Crazy. Um, they the were Minneapolis Lakers. Yes, they were down three. They were down three with three minutes left in the play-in versus the Bulls. I remember this because I bet the Bulls because I said this Heat team has no life because they lost the Hawks at home, and they came back. And Struce, I think Struce had like seven threes in that game, and they were able to eke it out. Um, now they're here. I think they're the, they're the second eight seed to ever make the finals. Um, the other one would be the Knicks in 1999, which is kind of misleading because that was a lockout season where they only played 50 games. Um, and I think the, the Knicks were like four games out from like the three seed or something. Like it wasn't that big of a gap, but now the Heat are here um, and they are facing a team that's been resting for 10 days because they swept their opponent. Uh, the Nuggets swept the Lakers and they're going to be well rested tomorrow night. Um, so my first question is, can the Heat afford to play small like they've been doing where it's Highsmith or Martin at the four um, and not playing love and Bam at the same time or love and seller at the same time, because you're playing a team that is great. There's a great offensive rebounding team that was, that was even able to grab offensive boards versus a team as big as the Lakers. Um, and the heat's formula so far has kind of been staying small. So are we going to see more love? Are we going to see them trying to stay small and kind of muck it up? Um, I think they're better off staying small. I, don't, I think you're going to see a lot more love to start the series, but I, I think that's going to kind of get phased out. I mean, I was worried about the offensive rebounding even against New York. And like, they went small against New York, mm-hmm. and like they 
you know, to more or less fine. Um, so yeah, I think like Miami's sort of like gang rebounding does work. And like, you know, I, I think, I don't know, I mean, there's probably an, an argument to be made that maybe Denver is better at offensive boards than the Knicks were, but uh, I, I think they're pretty comparable in that regard. So I, I think you're fine going small. I think where they're going to struggle with going small is more so like, I guess, like limiting Gordon. Um, like Gordon becomes a huge piece when he's like kind of cutting and like if he's able to get a lot of easy baskets just from like either sealing off inside or just you know uh, being able to like I guess like get the ball on cuts because Jokic is going to be able to find them. Um, I think that's more so where the side is going to like play a factor. Um, I also don't love Bam on Jokic, but like I, I don't know, I, I haven't loved anyone on Jokic so far, so like I don't think. Like the size of um like with Jokic, yeah. I mean, it's more so like the upper limit, more so like his passing than anything. Um, and I think off the ball, like defensively, Miami's probably been the best team, arguably in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think they're better off just going small to like, especially on offense. Like I think they're gonna like succeed a lot more going small rather than trying to force too big. And, I'd even be curious about like just love minutes without uh, Bam, just for like extra shooting. I I actually like they would get shredded by Jokic in those minutes. Yeah. No, I, I, I just yeah. uh, I mean I understand he's a big yeah. guy, but I I mean man, like can you really afford to put love on him unless it's a Martin or a or a Highsmith? But I I think he's just too big for those guys. Um, another question yeah. defensively, who is guarding Michael Porter Jr., who is 6'10", and the Heat have no one on the roster above 6'9". And if you're sticking Bam on – Martin, right? Well, Martin's, you know, Martin's a little shorter. He's going to be able to shoot over everyone is my thing. And I, I feel like Miami's going to dare Denver to make those threes, though, right? Like that, that's – like, I, that's all they can do, to be honest with you. Because, I, like, I think they're going to double Jokic hard, at least to start. And I think they're going to give up, A, like, a lot of corner threes, and I think they're going to give up, like, MPJ. Like, if he just wants to walk into those threes, like, I think they're just going to let him have it. Because, like, I don't think you can prevent that. Doubling Jokic hard, I think, is the worst, it might be the worst thing they can do. But, because, like – I don't know, because they can't play him straight up. I, I just don't think they can. Yeah, I think you're better off. I mean, Bam, if you're going to have someone play him straight up, it's got to be Bam would be the best person to do it probably. But if like the problem with doubling Jokic is once you once the double comes, the ball is already gone. Like he is not. He he makes decisions so much faster than any other team they've faced. And he makes decisions faster than Embiid, who is not great handling double teams. Um it's just, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of they're, like they're going to have to get really creative. Yeah. To get, but I, I don't know. Like, would you rather have Jokic beat you like with the ball or would you rather have, have like, okay, like now Aaron Gordon's got the ball and has to make it. Um, decision. I feel like you take that. 
over Jokic with the ball. Yeah, I definitely have Jokic ball, with the ball. Like, yeah, kind of. Like, if Jokic is going to be able to find those shooters, and yeah, maybe the Heat do dare dare them to shoot like they did versus the Celtics. I just don't know if that's going to work as well as it did. Um, because Porter's going to be able to shoot over those guys. They have KCP, who's a pretty good volume shooter. Um, and then if you do go zone, then that kind of spells death against Jokic too, because he's kind of at the top um, in that in that spot where they had Horford, the Celtics did, and he's able to make he's able to make quicker decisions as well. Um, and maybe you do end up going zone just because you're trying to avoid foul trouble on Bam from playing Jokic straight up or with the doubles. But I do I do think that's that Spo is going to throw a lot of different things at them, like we've seen versus these top tier players and top tier big men, like like he's done versus Embiid in the past. And I, I as if there's a if there's an equation to solve, I think Jokic can solve it. Um, but. You know we've seen we've seen this we've seen this run so far and they've been able to to really stifle teams um, so far so and sticking uh, sticking with the heat sticking with the heat um, um, defensively the the Sixers did this in in their in one of their regular season matchups versus Denver, where they they sort of put a big body on Jokic up top that at least was physically strong enough to not get back down, and then have Bam kind of roam the paint to deter cutters. Um, Lakers kind of tried this, and they got swept anyway. Um, and there's going to be a lot of movement, a lot of cutting compared to the Celtics, who can kind of get stagnant uh, for the for. And we'll see how well the Heat are are. Um, are getting adjusted to that. I think if Denver gets out in transition, the series is like over um, because of how well they're already able to score in the half court. Um, and I think a I think it's something to watch just as far as if you're not able to watch these games, some of these games, and you're just box score watching it. Anytime Denver has 30 more, 30 or more assists as a team, assists as a team, I'd be very surprised if they lose. Um, yeah, based on how how well they're able to move the ball and the quality of shots they're able to get, they they always seem to generate a good shot, and that's kind of their best strength as a team. Um, Miami can't really switch against this team like they like to do with Bam um, just because Jokic is too big. And like I said, putting Jokic at the foul line versus that zone is a, is kind of death, unless the Heat run out a different zone that we haven't really seen before. Um, in that case, it kind of changes things. But um, Yeah, we might see some weird high school defenses out here. <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of think the two offenses are going to have an easier time in this series than the two defenses. Um, what do what do you what do you see the Heat doing offensively and sort of the game plan there? Um, I think you're going to see a lot of Jimmy trying to pick on like smaller guys, Jamal Murray, uh, KCP, Bruce Brown. Um, I think he's been pretty effective against just about like, everybody so far in the playoffs. Um, I think Boston kind of bothered him a little bit. Josh Hart bothered him a little bit. Um, but again, like Hart has that size. And so like, yeah, he, I think Jimmy might struggle a little bit against Aaron Gordon, but like it, he's been so good at getting switches that um, I think he's going to find those like kind of smaller guys to pick on a little bit. Um, so I think Denver's going to have trouble with that. 
And I think the pick and roll game also, obviously, like we've talked about it pretty much with every series, but that's going to be probably the make or break for uh, Miami's offense and kind of also the make or break for Denver's defense. Um, They had a lot of success against Phoenix uh, at times. Uh, Game one, they really shut down a lot of what Phoenix was trying to do in the pick and roll. Um, We're going to see how well they kind of fare against Jimmy, who's a little bit more methodical. Um, he kind of goes through his like progressions a little bit slower, if that makes sense. So like he's a lot more patient with like letting the play develop. He's not going to try and force things, uh, which is sort of like once Booker started to do that against Denver, that's when Denver's defense started to open up a little bit. That's when Jokic's you know decision making on the defensive side started to kind of show up a little bit more um, and started to cost Denver some points. Um, so I think that's going to be really interesting to see. Um, I think transition is going to be huge. Uh, so this could be a big Lowry series, could be big Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, all these guys are going to have to be really, really extreme even. Um, I think that's like, I, I feel like we talk about it with like almost every Miami series, but like the transition, especially in this one, is going to be huge. Um, cause if they can keep, um, like if they can get easy baskets, like that's the only way I feel like they can keep up with Denver's offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that. To, to be honest, with you, I feel like they're going to get a lot, like a decent amount of open threes. Um, it's like going to be a question of like, are you going to make them? Uh, I think I saw a stat that they were making over fifty percent on like unguarded threes against the Celtics. It was like some ridiculous number, uh, which is like by far the highest of like any team in the last yeah. few years. Um, and so, like, if they're doing that against Denver, like, there's a chance uh, for sure. And they shot the ball really well. I feel like against Milwaukee as well, and that's big reason that they're able to pull off that upset too um so yeah it's like i don't think like caleb martin's gonna do what he did last around again um but again like we haven't really seen uh like streets take off in that way yet um i think duncan robinson duncan robinson probably has well i don't know robinson might get played off the court defensively because like at least for me, and, and like I know a lot of people like pick on his like, on ball stuff, but like his off ball stuff is like more where like he struggles to me. Like he gets lost a lot, and like I feel like Jokic is going to like punish him for that. So like I don't know how much you're actually going to be able to play Duncan Robinson because like I feel like on a defensive end, like he's just going to get very very lost, and like that's going to lead to a lot of layups for Denver. So I don't know. Hero could have the same problem um, even once he comes back. So like I think you got to be yeah. really careful with. The- when you play hero and when you don't, because they've, yeah. they've kind of found the formula now. It seems like it, it, throwing him in there with with his on ball stuff and Jokic kind of toying with him, yeah. coming off an injury. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like I don't think the formula is to like is to be like, oh, we're gonna run our offense through hero to to match what yeah. Denver's doing with Murray and Jokic. That's just not like you're not gonna win that battle. But that's the problem because like I mean like Robinson, a little mix of Robinson, a little mix of Hero is sort of like you know, what to me kind of keeps Miami's offense kind of close to Denver's. Otherwise, like, I I just feel like you're kind of relying a lot on like these threes going in and like Lowry, like hitting those weird step backs and like turnaround fadeaways that he hits. And like, I don't know if you can count on them for four games, you know, to win four games, that's tough. Um, So yeah, at the end of the day, like it's going to be a big Jimmy series because like, I think Jimmy's going to kind of facilitate like, Hey, the looks he gets, but I think he's also going to dictate a lot of the looks that other people get. Um, this is going to be a big, like, you got to put Jimmy on the ball. Like, he's the guy that like, is going to be able to hunt a lot of these mismatches. Um, on the other end, uh, like, we didn't really talk about Jamal Murray that much, but, like, A, he's been cooking. Um, and, like, B, like, he's going to – he could have a field day if he gets matched up with Gabe Vincent. Like, if they let that switch happen, 
keep like Murray could be going for 30 a game. Like I would be scared. I'd be very scared by that. Vincent's pretty good, but you know, he's no he's no small though. He's no stopping Jamal Murray. And if you're asking, I think if you're yeah. asking Jimmy to to sort of guard that on both guard and, yeah. and generate the offense on the other, might be a problem. A um, if Denver decides to play drop against this team, there's going to be a lot of pull-ups available for Jimmy, Lowry, and Vincent, and they just got to make those shots. Um, I think their offense can be pretty reliant on the three in this series, and I think a, a pathway for them is – sort of knowing they're the underdog and just jacking up a bunch of threes. Like I'm talking 40 attempts a game. Um, They've been the best three point shooting team in the playoffs so far. Um, I think the heat, as far as the heat hunting Murray goes with Jimmy primarily, I think that's, that's a, that's a good strategy, but that, that just seems like if you're doing that, you're probably working a little bit harder for your baskets than Denver is for Denver's just kind of running their offense and they seem like they're getting good shots over and over and over and over again. I think that's probably as the series goes on, as we get into that that game five, game six range, possibly that might that might kind of wear them down a little bit. Um, and I think I think it's a thing to watch uh, pretty much immediately in game one is how comfortable does Jimmy look? Like he looked, I think, in versus Boston and versus Milwaukee, less so versus New York. You could just kind of tell he can get to this spot whenever he wanted. Um, and I think if if he's able to do that. Um, Versus a defender like um, who we haven't talked about, Aaron Gordon, who's super physical and has actually defended Jimmy really well. If you look, at, if you look at the numbers, the past the past matchups they've had, they're nine and one versus the Heat um, in the past five years. Um, just just looking at that, but uh, Gordon is a big physical defender that is similar to what the Knicks had um, in RJ and Hart, um, and I think he should work pretty well on Jimmy if he's not going to bite on the pump fakes that Jimmy's been doing um, and get into foul trouble. Um, as far as Murray and Jokic goes, that's a tall task for anyone to defend. But if it's Jimmy and Bam, I think you like that more than more than most options that you can throw out there. But the lineup stuff for the Heat is going to be important. Uh, the non-Jokic minutes, if they are going zone, I think that's the time to do it when Jokic sits. Um, and that, that way you're not letting – it's not going to be the Murray show as much potentially. You're going to have to have those guys – knockdown shots um, without Jokic getting them those great looks. Um, and just big picture, like we talk about the best duos in the league so much, and we don't really talk about Murray and Jokic being there. And I kind of think they're there. Uh, they've beaten in the, yeah. in the past few playoff runs, they've beaten every team that we've thought of, pretty much every duo that we thought of as the great duos. They've beaten PG and Kawhi. They, beat, they just beat LeBron and AD. Um They've beaten Booker and KD. It's a newly formed one. The only one they really haven't beaten is the Warriors with Steph and Clay. But um, I think they would have this year if that matchup happened. And yeah, as far as the East goes, it's kind of less. The East is a little less duo um, ish. But say Brown and Brown and uh, Tatum would probably be the one that you think of first. Um, I, I think they would beat the yeah, Celtics. Yeah, I, I think they'd beat yeah. them. So um, I think they're. I think they kind of have the the, the the championship belt right now. Um, and one of my, one of my, I, I tried to, I've been doing this the past couple of years, but I, I did like 10 bold predictions for the season. And one of them was Jokic will have a run through the playoffs that rivals what Kawhi did in the East in 2019. I kind of think we're there. There haven't been, there hasn't been like a memorable buzzer beater, probably, mostly because they haven't really needed it. Um, he's been dominant. They've been yeah. dominant. They kind of, 
if if I mean if if Booker doesn't go nuclear in those two games in Phoenix, we're kind of we're sitting there that we're probably five games or less in every series that they played, and yeah. it took. I think they lost to the Wolves in overtime in the in the game four. Um, yeah. So they've been, they've just been running amok. He's averaging thirty. 13 and 10 he's shooting 47 percent from three which is i my, my jaw kind of dropped when i saw that i knew i knew like the 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 counting stats but the 47 percent is wild um and this this team's gonna be hard to stop they had an offensive rating of 122 in the western conference finals and that's that's gotten higher throughout each round of the playoffs and maybe you're yeah. maybe now you're facing a team with a better coach um the best coach in the league and with more defensive personnel um especially if you don't have Hero and Robinson out there. I think if they play Hero and Robinson at the same time, it's kind of death. Um, I think they're smart enough to not do that. But, um, yeah, it's a tough matchup. Um, and they've kind of dominated this team. I think if I think Bam, if, if the Heat didn't have Bam, this would be over way quicker. Um, but, yeah, man, it's, it's not easy. And if the Heat's Cinderella run can continue, I know we'd both love to see it. But this is a fun finals with two teams that are, I think – not thought of as teams that people dislike. So, um, yeah, it's a good one. I think Denver, if anything, has been getting a little bit of flack uh, with how much they've been talking, but I think that was more so just because Lakers fans are that's just your son annoyed at it. Stuff coming out, son stuff. That's just the Suns fans. I haven't seen. Is have you seen that from the Lakers? I thought it was more the Lakers fans. Yeah, we're kind of getting on them a okay. little bit more. Yeah. Well, because Malone was talking a lot in that Lakers. Well, season. Malone was like Malone. I remember when they they won Game One. Malone was like, "Yeah, everyone's talking about the adjustment they made when they lost the game." Um, yeah. There. So. Yeah. I don't know, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Miami's kind of everybody's sweetheart at this point, right? Yeah. Jay's probably everybody's any, any more angles you want to talk through before we give predictions? Um. No, nah, I think I think we got everything right. Like, I, I think. The heat, like, I mean, yeah, it sounds like an uphill battle because it is. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. Like, it, the offenses might be a little bit more flowy than like both offenses like, might find it fairly easy to get going. Both these teams um, play, play slow, but they're they they both execute really well in half court. Um, yeah, I mean, if the heat keeps shooting like they've been shooting, they will win. Yeah, so that's a big if. No, it's a huge, <laughs> it should come back to yeah. earth. You kind of like they didn't shoot great in the Knicks series, and they still were able to win. Um, so if that but comes, you can't back do that down, against them. Yeah, that comes back down to that level, they're going to lose. Um, yeah. The Nuggets are undefeated at home in the playoffs, and the Heat have won Game One on the road in each of the last three rounds. So that's something to give on Thursday. Um, we'll see what happens. I already bet the Nuggets spread at minus eight. Um, that's fair. And I think in terms of predictions. I'm going to give the Heat some respect here, and I'm going to go Nuggets and six. Um, but, man, it's close. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to go Nuggets and five. Um, that's what my head says. My heart wants to say Heat and seven, but, like, yeah. I, I just don't. Like, that is, like, a cul- like, that would be a culmination of, like, all the fairy tale stuff, like Caleb Martin doing some crazy things, Jimmy being Jimmy like Denver falling apart at times, like it, so many things would need to go right. I feel like for Miami to, to win this series, but like, I just don't like Denver. 
the the one thing that gives me a little bit of hope is that they had a couple games where the threes weren't falling and the offense looked real ugly and they give chances, right? And especially if Jimmy's on, if he's able to get to his spots, like you said, like I think the Heat can kind of steal a couple games like that. If they're shooting really well, they can, you know, steal another game. But, man, like that's – this Denver team looks really like, almost unbeatable right now. I don't think the, I don't think the Nuggets are going to lose at home. Yeah. I find I would find it very difficult to see them losing at home. We say like, that they're probably gonna lose game one, but like <laughs> like I can see the series. Actually, I'm gonna go nuggets and seven. I could see the series being two two after four games in the home. I could see the home team just riding this out. Okay. I so. I don't know. I, I just think the nuggets like win the first two, lose game three, steal game four, and then just close it out in game five. Yeah. I don't know if he can even hold serve. Yeah, at home. It's tough. We've been wrong before. We've been wrong about this. We've been wrong before, and this this Heat team just keep like I, I didn't think they had a chance against Milwaukee. So you know, I, I thought I think I picked Milwaukee in five in that series, four yeah, or five. We, so no, we both did not think. Yeah, and so I mean, like this Heat team just keeps on surprising, and keeps on knocking out teams and players that like I think they're so much. Like, well, I guess I overrated them. Uh, you know, but I, I don't know. I think the magic like has to run out now, right? Like, surely. Yeah. It just feels like the Lakers series. Two really hot shooting games and one Mm -hmm. Jimmy, Jimmy nuclear game. And that's, you can't, and once you're there, you, you're kind of out of gas. So, yeah, even that feels like a lot. It does. It does. Two, two crazy shooting games based on what they've already done. feels like a lot, but they had three in the heat in the Celtics series. So that's true. That's true. They even lost one crazy shooting game. So yeah, they had they had game seven, game six. I think game. I wouldn't really say game, game three. One of the first two games they had it. Yeah, I was gonna say game one. I think maybe. Yeah, game two was more Jimmy attacking down the stretch, but yeah. Um, yeah so the finals are upon us tomorrow night. Um, it's gonna be great. We'll have I think we have two games off, two days off after every game. So we'll probably probably come back after game either before game two or right after game two, because that's on Sunday, um, and then carry carry into the rest of the week. So, If the Heat win game one, I feel like we'll be back before game two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm good to commit. With, I'm good to commit to that. Yeah. <laughs> Four in a row. Can they do it? We'll see. <laughs>